We have uh, Juanita Ingram on the line right now. She is a, an American expat living in Taiwan. They went through uh, quarantine, and she's out the other side of it. I wanted to uh, get her on the line, and here she is. Welcome to the show, Juanita. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. So give us a background on, on the quarantine. Was it a full-on quarantine in Taiwan? When did it start, and what did it look like? Yes, so it started at the end of January, just during uh, the Chinese New Year. And in fact, we were vacationing in Malaysia at the time. And by the time we came back, our kids are in school here. We live here. And um, end of January through all of almost all of February, the kids were out of school. Some were in mandatory uh, isolation and quarantine because they had traveled to affected areas. And for the rest of us, we were in the suggested uh, self quarantine, social distancing suggested period. There were, you know, obviously the schools were closed. There were some restaurants that were closed. Uh, grocery stores closed for a, a short period of time, but reopened with precaution. And so it was a, you know, I didn't leave my apartment for, for three weeks. My son has asthma. I have asthma. We took no uh, chances. And, um, I, you know, it works. Social distancing, uh, the sort of self-imposed quarantine, flattening the curve works. We're on the other side of it, and kids are back in school, have been for a month now. Life is different, but it does regain some normality, and you can see light on the other side. You know, I was talking with uh, someone earlier on in the program who is in the epicenter, the hot zone of Italy's coronavirus outbreak, and that is Milan. And she was saying that uh, they were scoffing, you know, about 10 days ago at the fact that, you know, uh, they had to deal with social distancing. This is not the Italian way. I know that probably the uh, in yeah. Taiwan, things are a bit different culturally from the Italians as far as, as, as distancing goes or social distancing. They're probably not reaching out and kissing each, you know, people they meet on the street, you know, two times when right. they meet each other. But right. were you noticing at the very beginning, did you have friends reacting that way when you were told, hey, we're going to shut down schools for 30 days we're, we're gonna ask people not to go to work you know i think there was um some fear i don't think there was any resistance because again culturally you're at your spot on culturally here it's very different uh very much on the and when because there's so much transparency with the government and information uh it was clear to everyone that it was in the best interest uh in terms of social distancing we don't kick up kiss on the cheek like the Italians do. You know, I lived in London for almost five years as well, and so I traveled extensively throughout Europe. And, in fact, I was just in London a few weeks ago before all of this happened, and I was talking about the temperature checks and, you know, the social distancing, and there was a sort of a huff in the air and the notion of such, and it is a cultural difference. Um, but we didn't experience that. There was a lot of compliance. I think it made a world of difference. Uh, Again, in, you know, in Taiwan, we bow a lot at each other, but we don't touch each other a lot to begin with. Um, but when the mandate came down, the suggestions came down, the encouragement came down, uh, there was a lot of information as well. And there was just a huge amount of compliance. I mean, when I finally did leave my apartment and I walked to the grocery store, the first time I ever had to wear a mask, and I, I had a small panic attack in the middle of the street because I felt like I couldn't breathe but I really could. But it wasn't just that. The environment was just really overwhelming um, because it was quiet. Mm -hmm. There weren't even a lot of cars on the street. It was like you're on the set of, of outbreaks. However, everyone was really compliant. And there is now, I won't say that we feel 
um, certain and assured that we're all safe because I think the world is still dealing with this. But on the other side of that compliance period, you can see the impact of that. I mean, as of today, you know, our numbers are so low for us to only be 81 miles outside of China. Our numbers are so low, only one death, you know, 47 cases. I think now right now it's 51 cases because I think we have four people that came and, and they were put into quarantine and for good reason, apparently. But certainly it is not a community spread issue here. And I think that that is of compliance from the people. And yes, it induces fear. And yes, we felt afraid and nervous, but more so because we were informed. Uh, I think we felt empowered to do what we could as individuals for the collective good. I love that. I, I love that message, the taking away that the information empowered you. It it didn't, you know, frighten you. You you were taking it seriously. And I think with knowledge, there is power. So I'm, I'm a big believer in, in honesty and, and, you know, telling people what's going on and updating people constantly. What, what do you hope that people here in North America learn from your experience? I hope that they learn that they can look beyond themselves, do what is best for the community and for the collective, and that there is light on the other side of this. It is not the end of the world. It perhaps is a reshaping and certainly an impact on the world, but we have survived more as a human race. I mean, there has been SARS and MERS and different things that have impacted the world. And in America, my family and friends included, we will get past this. There is no need to panic, but there is a need to take it seriously and to comply. Social distancing works flatten the curve. All right. What is life like in Taiwan for you today? Are you still washing your hands diligently, keeping your, your social oh, distancing? Um, being very cautious. There's still temperature checks, even to get into the building that I live in. We're still wearing masks. We're still trying to avoid as many public gatherings as you possibly can. But there is still some uh, sense of return to routine. I won't say normality, but routine. Kids are back in school. Like I said, I went to a restaurant celebrated my son's 10-year-old birthday. You know, there is some uh, routine that is returning, but we're still being precautious and still being smart. All right. I want to thank you for your time. It's been a really informative conversation. Thank you so much, Juanita. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Juanita Ingram is uh, our guest or was our guest from Taiwan, where they went through 30 days of shutdown. The quarantine, the hygiene, it works, she said. They only had 47 cases in total, only one death. So she is urging us to take things seriously here and flatten that curve. It's